Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. Hello, my name is Paul Roberts. I'm the Managing Director of Predictive Discovery Limited. Uh, we're a, a gold exploration company that's been operating in Guinea for the last two years. We've made a large discovery uh, in, the, in what's known as the Sigiri Basin, um, and we're driving that project forward towards development. We've recently issued a maiden resource estimate, a large maiden resource estimate, and metallurgical test work, and we're pushing forward with exploration. Paul, good to see you again. I haven't seen you since March. You've been uh, quite busy, very busy, which is why I wanted to talk to you. Uh, congratulations on maiden resource, a large resource indeed. Why on earth did you go for that? So you could have put one out a lot sooner, couldn't you? Uh, in reality, I don't think we could have. Uh, we we uh, certainly promised the market that we were going to put one out in the September quarter, and which we did uh, on the last day, admittedly, of the September quarter. Um, but really what's been happening is that as we've been drilling deeper, we've been finding more. Uh, and indeed, as we've got to the bottom or the lower part of the deposit, as we know it now, the grade has gone up. Um, and so obviously the temptation is to keep on going, but at the same time you have to honour the promises you make to your shareholders. And as a consequence, we, we allowed ourselves to drill as long as possible. Uh, we found more. Uh, we did, in fact, include some holes that, Initially, we weren't going to include in the resource um, simply because you know they were very good results, and as a consequence, uh, <clears throat> particularly with that that deeper additional ounces, we surprised the market. And certainly, when you're putting out a maiden resource estimate, it's a really good idea to surprise the market on the upside, which is what we managed to do. Well, you definitely surprised the market. Your share price went shooting, shooting up in no short order. Um, look, and for people uh, watching this, um, we spoke back in March. I'll put a link below to the interview back then. We talked about the business model, the strategy, the team, and all of those wonderful things that you need to know about uh, a company before you invest. So. Go look at that. Today, I want to focus on a few things. Obviously, the, the maiden resource. I think the clues were there. Back in May, after we spoke, you went and raised some, you know, 20 plus million dollars. Uh, and you said, you gave us the clue, this is going to be allocated towards drilling. So that's exactly what you did. So tell us, what did you know back in May before you drilled? Why did you go so aggressively with the amount of money that you raised? It's simply because we already knew it was sitting on a large deposit. Now, of course, the deposit had surprised us in a very good way, um, but we were certainly looking at a large, uh, very well-configured, bulk-mineable gold deposit, um, and we knew that uh, there was a real opportunity to expand it, not only to expand the deposit, to expand Bankang Creek, which is three kilometres away, um, and to explore more regionally. And, and, of course, we've done all of those things, and we've we've had encouragement in all of those areas. Um, so we 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 were excited. Um, certainly, the shareholders were excited. The investors were excited in, in the opportunity here. What's happened is, of course, that we've exceeded um, uh, the optimistic expectations with something which is even better than we thought. So, so what next, though? Because that's a, that's a huge resource. Do you do the Aussie thing of just start? Let's get into the the, the various studies that we need to do. Get some economics on this thing, and then you know make it ready for someone else to take over. Or is it more drilling that we're expecting to see? Well, we need to unpack that a bit. I mean, firstly, um, uh, the question is whether we're sort of readying it for for to take over, and the answer is we're not readying it for takeover. We're actually driving this forward so that it can be a really big, profitable gold mine. And and if that's at all possible for us to, to do it ourselves, we will do it ourselves. Um, so 
So we're driving towards development um, in terms of, of doing extra drilling as opposed to the question of, of whether we sort of infill what we've got. Um, right now, <clears throat> there's so much possibility. We, you know, I mean, there's, there's, we keep on finding indications of really interesting things um, on the ground, and obviously we need to find out more of those things. I mean, right now we're, we're talking about a 3.65 million ounce gold deposit, um, obviously, the complexion of the project changes if we we push it up to five or or six million ounces, or possibly even larger than that. Um, clearly, we're talking about a larger, a much larger um, gold mining operation. And if it if it looks as if it's going to be that much larger, then we think about we have to think about doing the work to uh, you know eventually when we get to to do a study which will actually encompasses the scale of it. So, firstly, the question is what is the scale of this thing? We don't fully understand it. And so we're drilling more, but we're not drilling more with the intention of um, <clears throat> uh, packaging it up to sell. We're, we're looking, we're purely doing it so that we can actually uh, develop a bigger mine. Right, but there are d- different companies employ different models. Typically, the Aussies like to ready something to get into production, whether it's yourself or someone else. In this case, yourselves, because it gets cash flowing because it's of a scale already. You've done some met work, and I would love to talk about that in, in, in a second. Or the North American model, which is they just kind of drill out until they find the edges of the resource. Okay, so those are, those are sort of two two models, which are gen- generally speaking. And I'm trying to understand what you think your options are uh, and how you would proceed with this. Well, in truth, I think it's a bit of both. <clears throat> so, so certainly we have to keep on exploring um, and and expanding uh, the the, uh, the deposits and and the opportunity. Uh, but at the same time, obviously, we need to uh, to be thinking about economics. I mean, one of the important restrictions that you have when you're on the ASX is that uh, if you're going to put out a, um, a feasibility study or a scoping study, for that matter, um, not that we're planning to do a scoping study, then you've got to you've got to drill out your resources to seventy five percent indicated or or above. Um, now, and that involves a, an awful lot of drilling. We can do a lot of work internally to understand this before going to that step. So, so you know, for sure, we'll, we're doing a bit of infill drilling now. We're going to report some in the next few weeks. Um, so there is a bit of that going on. But there's going to be a focus, certainly in the near term, of, of looking for more. There's so much low-hanging fruit to, to, uh, uh, to grab. You know, we need to go and grab it. Um, and, and we'll carry on with internal studies to uh, to start evaluating the economics. Absolutely. Look, you raised some money in May. Um, I don't know what your cash position is at the moment. Could you tell me? Do you know? Twenty four. Right. Okay. So you got you got you got a lot of money, and I guess a, a long runway as to you know how you allocate that. But at some point, you'll you'll be needing to go out to market to raise some additional capital at some point in the distant future. Um, what are the things that you think the markets are? would react to the fact that you've kind of built out the potential size of the resource or is that you know a lot more about the extent of you know what you, what you're seeing underground through you know you know step out drilling etc well certainly i think that that um, you know we can see that the market reacts to new discovery um, and and that is not going to change um, and so the, keeping keeping if you like uh, the filling the pipeline uh, with new discovery is something that that uh, we need to do and the market is going to look for. Um, other sectors of the market will also be interested to know whether we're increasing confidence with the deposit. Um, the deposits, 
And therefore, obviously, that, that means we'll do some work in that space. In terms of when we make that switch, if you like, for being more in discovery mode to more in evaluation mode, that's not a question. I mean, we, we, we're in a hurry here. But we're not talking about going slowly. Um, but exactly when we flip the switch and, and move towards that, that's not something that I'm too confident about predicting right now because we really don't know how much we're going to find. I mean, if, if uh, we, this end up, ends up being you know, a super tier one gold system that we've got, um, I think probably the market will want to know that it's a super tier one uh, gold system that we've got. And it probably behoves us to do, do more drilling uh, to determine that. Okay, and so how are you allocating the cash that you've got at the moment in terms of the drilling? Where are you looking? Obviously, you put a few uh, Bancan numbers out there, but you, there's a bit more to what, uh, your uh, your asset base. So, you know, what 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 do you want to kind of go and have a look at in terms of the exploratory component? Right. So, first, first, it's important to recognise that we're still at the the back end of the rainy season. We're probably in the last month of, of heavy rain now. Um, so, we've had two multi-purpose rigs drilling deeper holes and some infill on northeast bank camp. Um, now at, at northeast D- during bank rainy camp, season during rainy season absolutely wow okay how was that um, any problems well, not too many problems no no and that, but, but one of the reasons for that is that we're operating in confined space where the access is quite good so that's one of the reasons why um, it's a bit more difficult to, to run a lot of drill rigs at the same time. But we've got those two rigs. They're drilling the deeper holes. They're currently both drilling holes, which are about 650 metres. They're drilling about 50 metres below the level of where we've any, ever got um, results before. Um, and what we're doing is we're exploring with those holes um, this, uh, this lobe of high grade that we can see. So in the in the the bottom 100 metres of the resource, in the high grade, not, not in the surrounding low grade material, so this is the plus three gram material, uh, we had half a million ounces. So that's 5,000 ounces per vertical metre of material that's, that's almost certainly going to be underground mineable. You know, you're talking about a true width of maybe of the order of 30 metres, you're talking about average grade of seven grams, you're talking about a strike length of uh, one or 200 metres, this, this, this material, um, uh, is, is a beautiful underground mining operation. So you go down another 100 metres, potentially there's another half million ounces. You go down 200 metres, potentially there's a million ounces. Obviously, we need to find out more about that. So we're drilling deeper holes with that. We're doing it now. We'll continue to do that. Um, down at Bank and Creek, we'll also do some additional drilling because we haven't got to the end of that system. We didn't we didn't drill it as deep as we did northeast Bank Um Mark takes a little while to get to that, though, because it's it's a relatively small part of the whole resource in, inventory. And then regionally, we're getting more results. So one and a half kilometres away, just 10 days ago, we put out uh, uh, one of the air core holes. We've just started doing air core drilling on, on the property, again, during the rainy season. Um, and the best hole was, you know, included several intercepts, including 28 metres of 12 grams. Not shabby. Um, and... and uh, uh, and certainly there's potential as we go along strike or more or less to the north of that, um, we, we're getting other little intercepts um, in the air core. Potentially there's another zone. We don't know. We don't know how continuous it is. We don't know very much about it. Plainly, we need to find out more about that. In the first instance, we, we go back and do some more air core drilling there. Um, then up in the north, uh, we, we have uh, we've actually was yet to follow up uh, 12 metres of, of uh, nearly 10 gram uh, hit. 
which was up on the, this new structure. Uh, to the northeast of that, we've got a zone which is a kilometre long with a different style of mineralisation, which we've done some air core drilling in as well. So we're waiting for results for that. So we've got, we've got, um, and and that's they're just just the sort of obvious things to talk about. There are other uh, places which require follow up across the property package. So plainly, we're following that that up with the air core. It's a single air core rig right now, um, paddling around and and testing those targets. And obviously, as we get out of the the rainy season to the dry season, we need to probably add in some additional assets and go and test them with, with deeper drilling. So deeper northeast Bankan, going to do some work uh, on Bankan Creek, regional targets, doing shallow air core, going to deeper drilling with RC. Probably on anything that's interesting, we'll, we'll bang in a few diamond drill holes just to get an idea of whether it's got roots. I mean, the, the, grade, the grades are phenomenal. I mean, is that kind of typical for Sagiri? Uh, no. Uh, no, it's interesting, and, and uh, but the geologically it's a bit different. So, um, in fact, this whole area is probably a little bit high grade. Not just where we are, uh, but Hummingbird uh, to the east of us have got a, a high grade deposit. I don't think, although you know we don't have publishable data, uh, what's going on with this uh, private company called Sycamore uh, to the south of us. I don't think that's particularly low grade. When you get out into the Sigiri Basin, you look at Sigiri itself, you look at Leafa, um, then the grades are close to one gram. Um, but indeed, indeed, uh, this material, you know, the intrinsic rate is clearly higher. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. We, we looked at a project some three years ago and it was much, much lower. Um, so you, you, you've stumbled across something quite nice there. And just on the, just on the MET work then, I, I know you put out an announcement about that. The recovery seemed pretty solid. You pleased? Very pleased, very pleased. Um, yes, I mean, we, we knew that it was a relatively fine gold system. Uh, we've done a lot of petrology, but, you know, you don't pan nuggets of gold out of this thing. It's one of the reasons why um, there were next to no artisanal miners working on it when we turned up, because it's just too difficult for them. Um, however, it, it's uh, the truth is the grain size is, is fine enough to deter the, the artisanal miners, um, but, but uh, plenty good enough uh, for us to uh, to use conventional mill setup on it, so that's uh, very very pleasing. Ninety four point two to ninety eight point five percent recoveries uh, in twenty four hours. You really um, you couldn't wish for more. The the ore's a little bit hard, um, but we've actually got options to to manage that as well to manage your energy costs. Right. So you got the maiden resource out. When will you put the next resource out? An update. Um, certainly, well, well, I'm, I'm expecting to put out a, a resource update in the first half of next year. Um, exactly when that comes through will really depend on on results and and uh, how easy it is to string these things together. I mean, the great thing about Bankan Creek, one of the reasons why we've we've got to a resource after only 17 months from announcing discovery, um, is sorry, Northeast Bankan because Northeast Bankan very continuous all body. You can plug holes 80 meters apart. And you can knit it all together because it just joins up. Uh, so if we find more of that style of mineralisation, well, then we'll push forward more rapidly than if we got something which is a bit more veiny. And but, do you, you know, it remains to be seen. And how, how do you think the Australian market? I mean, what's the what's the shareholder um, profile look like in terms of share registry? Well, we, we've got an increasing number of institutional investors on on our books. Um, so we're we're certainly north of twenty percent now, sort of in the probably um, getting close to thirty percent. Um, of institutional investors, a lot of them from the northern hemisphere, interestingly, um, and uh, obviously we've got to, we've got to, you know a good group of of loyal high net worth investors, um, and and then 
and you know the rest is is uh, small retail. Right, and and do you find that the also, I just want to talk about the um, registry for, for a bit because I noticed the 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 northern hemisphere influence, but the the Aussies seem to be Aussie retail seem to be comfortable with the model that you're you're employing, um, but it's it's an Africa story. Do you think you sort of do you, do you suffer a little bit for being an African story, given what we've seen with the Aussie gold miners this year in the last twelve months, I should say. Yeah, well, I mean, I think in general, everyone would agree that there's there's a West African discount um, and that, uh, you know, if this deposit had been found uh, in Australia, uh, because it's, it's you know, it's perfect uh, for for open pit mining, it's, you know, it's a good grade, it's got high grade at the bottom, I mean, there's nothing you can't like about it, uh, then obviously our market cap would be higher. But, you know, nonetheless, there's, there's, it, is, uh, it is pleasing that when you put out a good result like we have here, um, that uh, that you get appreciation from the Australian stock market, and we certainly have had that. And, and so let's and let's bounce up to the northern hemisphere because they're more used to an African story. So your ASX at the moment, any thoughts about maybe coming to either London or Frankfurt just to kind of get a little bit more uh, exposure to that money? It's a dual list. Um, yeah. We haven't given that any serious consideration. I mean, it's very easy to be listed on Frankfurt. You really don't have to do very much at all. In fact, it's organised by a broker. Um, obviously, listing on on AIM is uh, is more onerous, um, and uh, I don't think that we feel that we're ready to go and do that. Um, you know, that possibility may arise. Obviously, you know, dual listing isn't just uh, the possibility isn't just London. There's always the possibility of TSXV. But, um, you know, right now I think that we're getting pretty good support in Australia and indeed, the, you know, the, the, the big fund investors over in North America are, you know, are obviously comfortable investing on ASX listed stocks. Yeah. So obviously, I think it sounds like more more exploration, more more of trying to work out the scale of what you've got here. At some point, you're going to probably start thinking about who's on the team and what they're capable of, are you? Certainly, and we're already doing that. Um, and so, you know, there's, there's, uh, and we've talked, we talked about this six months ago that that we need to, um, to go through a transformation. Obviously, we made changes to the board at about that time. Uh, we're looking to, to, we're in the throes of of recruiting um, several key personnel to help uh, bolster our capability. Um, and indeed, that's that's a process that we'll continue to do over, you know, over the over the next. Um, months and and certainly over the next year. The, the other thing that's worth pointing out is that there's actually quite a lot you can do when you're based in Perth particularly um, with, if you like, a sort of an outside-in approach. Um, so in terms of if you're doing um, studies of different kinds, uh, this is one of the best places in the world, in, in my opinion at least, um, to, to um, call on the great strength of the consultants consultancy groups here uh, to do work. So um, it isn't an automatic requirement that you've got to build the whole project team internally. Um, with, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of capability here to help us with that. So, you know, we have the luxury of, of certainly moving that direction, but not necessarily, um, as, as you might in some other jurisdictions, you might find that you actually want quite a large team and a large office um, full of people. But I don't think that that's immediately necessary. Right. And so just in terms of, of the risk, I just want to understand a little bit of the, the potential of how the scale builds out. So how many drill holes went into this 
maiden resource and how many additional holes didn't make it or didn't make it into the, the assays were late or what, for whatever reason they weren't included? Uh, in fact, um, all but one hole ended up in this resource. So we, we, so we, we decided to add in the lowermost line of holes. We had two. Um, so that was included in, and then there was the, the last one. We actually published them at the same time, but the first two results came a bit earlier, and so the last one missed the cut. Although very reassuringly, that last one, which was between those two holes, was essentially um, the, the sort of an intermediate amount of gold and an intermediate grade. So, so you know, the, the model was clearly working. But that's so we we got very little. That's that of course is within Northeast Bankan. Bankan Creek we closed the line on quite a while ago. Nothing's been included from the regional, obviously, because we haven't done enough drill. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm sort of intrigued as to you know you talked about you know first half next year for the next resources. It's not the the amount of meters. It's I guess where those meters are uh, going to be drilled and the, the 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 type of answers that you you would include in the next um, resource. That I'm, that I'm sort of intrigued by. Have, have you kind of got a, a plan in terms of where you want it to come from? Because I guess there's some easy answers and there's going to be some more interesting answers. Well, I mean, um, obviously we, we are uh, very much hoping there's going to be a significant addition from Northeast Bank in itself. Um, and there the, the, the will be uh, a probably more modest addition just because of the scale of the system from Bank and Creek. But plainly, uh, we're looking to get... To get um, uh, resources to go from where we are, which is with, with some air core results and some auger results, to actually um, to go to something which we've drilled off sufficiently that we can include that at least in the inferred resource level. So we are hoping across the package, there's a number of possibilities um, that one or two of those possibilities are going to come through and we're going to add resources from that shallower um, ounces, I would think, in the first instance. Right. Okay. Well, look, interesting times and very exciting times for you. Uh, some great drill results coming out and, um, you know, want to hear more from you more often, quite frankly. Things are going well. They're going very well. Yeah. Thanks very much, Matt. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast or our website, cruxinvestor.com and, of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.